Do you love wrestling podcasts but hate all the ads? Well, you can get all the great podcasts early and ad-free at adfreeshows.com. It only starts at nine bucks a month, but you get exclusive series at adfreeshows.com like Title Chase, Eric Fires Back, Conversations with Conrad, and tons more, and a chance to interact with your favorite podcast hosts every month. See for yourself why thousands of other wrestling fans say adfreeshows.com is the best value in wrestling. Adfreeshows.com. Will he want a gold medal with a broken freaking neck? He's a real athlete, so give him your respect. He's got intensity, integrity, intelligence, too. Oh, it's true, it's damn true. And with one eagle slam, he'll lay you out on the floor. So listen up, it's time to go. It's the Kurt Angle Show. We are broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ANGLE at checkout, just pay $5 shipping. Hey, this is Kurt Angle, and welcome to the Kurt Angle Show. On the show today, we'll be covering Lockdown 2007, 15 years ago, where every match was in a steel cage. But first, let me introduce to you my co-host, Paul Bromwell. How you doing today, Paul? Kurt, I'm doing great, and man, I'm ready to do this today. This is a fun time in the industry like you said, we're talking TNA Lockdown 2007. We're coming off a of Destination X where you took on Scott Steiner and got a win. Let's talk about Scott Steiner while you're here, Kurt, because uh, it was recently announced, and by the time this episode drops, Hall of Fame has happened. Rick and Scott Steiner made the WWE Hall of Fame. What was it like working with Scott? And talk about the Steiners finally making it into the WWE Hall of Fame, man. The Steiners belonged in the Hall of Fame. It was about time. It took forever, but they finally did it. And Scott was great. You know, I grew up, I was a fan of Scott as an amateur wrestler. He was an All-American at the University of Michigan. And I looked up to him and him and his brother, when they went into pro wrestling, we all took a lot of pride in saying, hey, the Steiners are pro wrestlers now. They're, they were what we were. They were part of us. And we took a lot of pride in it. So I wanted to wrestle Scott. He's one of the guys I really wanted to shoot for. He was a, he was an inspiration for me growing up. Dude. And as you say that, I can totally see that those two guys were badasses as a tag team. And, uh, I can just see, I could have, would have loved to see in a dream match, the Steiners with Kurt angle and a six man tag, because it seemed like all three of your styles would have meshed perfectly together. They were all, you know, spawned from amateur wrestling. So we all had the same moveset pretty much. Yeah. Well, listen, lockdown, it's going to be on the road for the first time. And that's uh, finally out of the impact zone. And, uh, I'm sure you had to be a little bit excited about that, right? Getting the hell out of the impact zone for a pay-per-view. <laughs> yes. Yeah, six straight months impact zone every single week. Don't get me wrong. The setup of the impact zone was awesome. I love the stage. Uh, the entrance, the, the, the ramp, the ring and the fans, it, the, the arena looked a lot bigger than it was. It was only seated for a thousand fans, but it looked incredible. I mean, it was a great arena, but it was getting a little bit old after every week being there for six months. So it was nice to get to a new arena. Now, absolutely. As a performer, it's got to feel fresh to get in front of a different audience, a different That's environment. Right. I so, was so used to that in WWE, and then I got the TNA, and it was like, wow, every week, same place, you know? Yeah, right. It's like having the same thing for dinner every single night. You, want <laughs> yeah. the, you need something different. You need to liven it up a little bit. So there variety. you go. You guys are on the road. That's right, variety. This is your first lockdown, and for those of you that don't know what lockdown is, it's all the matches in a steel cage. Kurt, what did you think about this concept? Well, I, I believe at the time we were the only ones doing it. I, I know eventually other companies did it, but at that time we were the only one that did uh, the whole pay-per-view with all steel cage matches. The thing with steel cage matches, when you have an all steel cage match pay-per-view is things start to tie together. They start looking a bit the same. So you really have to separate yourself. You have to do different spots and make sure you watch the other matches so you don't do the same things. Dude, you're absolutely right. Think about it. You were the final match, match nine on this card, and it's already tough enough as it is to be in the main event, but now you're the ninth cage match. Uh, that's got to be tough to try to put it together. And like you said, add a little bit of variety. Yeah, we had to add variety, but, but what's the part for us was we had 10 guys in that cage. We were the only match that had that. The other matches might've had two. Some of them might've been four 
uh, opponents, uh, tag matches in the steel cage. But for us, it was 10 guys. And uh, I think that made it a little bit different than everybody else. Yeah, it's uh, it's more like a war games gimmick for TNA, if you will. And uh, in that match, it's team angle and you're taking on team cage, Christian cage. And this is like you said, it's a lot of guys in the ring at once. Do you feel like there's a lot more risk for error and injury in this type of scenario when you have this many guys in a cage match at once? Yeah, because you can fall into each other, cut each other's legs out. Uh, you know, you don't, you have to remember what everybody's spot is because if you're doing a spot and someone starts early and they can, they start their spot, you could run into each other and it, it can get a little confusing. So you have to go through the whole match with everybody and make sure everybody's on the same page. And I can imagine that communication in during the match is critical as well. Oh yeah. But you know what? You have 10 guys and if they're all talking to each other. You have to have like three in ring generals. Uh, you can't have everybody talking. You have to have some people calling it. Some people don't call it. So I believe Christian and I were two of the three that were calling the matches in there. Mm. Well, the build, it kicks off when cage attacks Rhino with a crutch and you and Samoa Joe run out to save him. We're going to dive into the build up here. You Rhino and Rhino and Joe team up the next week to defeat Kaz Havoc and Martyr who are all part of Raven's table. What did you think working with these guys as a team, Kurt? Oh, they were really talented. They, they were a bunch of good kids. I especially got to really know Kaz really well. And, uh, you know, I, I became really close friends with them. The other two I didn't come so close with, but uh, they were all very talented. I enjoyed working with them. Rhino and Samoa Joe have joined Team Angle out of loyalty and neutral respect. I love these choices by Kurt Angle, because think about it. It's genius. He realizes that Samoa Joe just lost the championship at Destination X to Christian Cage. He's going to have that revenge factor. He knows that Rhino and the feud that he's had with the phenomenal AJ Styles still burns deep inside of him. What better than to have these two guys that have had those those feuds going with those two at Team Cage on your side? And you brought up the word as well as I did, loyalty. And you have to think that tonight we will get a read on exactly where Abyss's loyalties lie. Christian Cage insisted last week here on Impact that Abyss was the third member of Team Cage at lockdown. But then judging by Abyss's actions, I'm not sure that's the case. Sting says Abyss is tired of being led around. He's tired of being told whose side he's on. Well, one thing I know is tonight it's going to be Sting and Abyss against Christian Cage and AJ Styles in our main event. Let's watch here uh, the chemistry that Team Angle's going to have. I mean, you're, you're talking about three greats. You're talking about champions in every sense of the word. Serotonin, a group that seems to be fighting themselves, a team that, that seems to be figuring out what they're all about. But look at that right there. It's Kurt Angle. Just absolutely drills Kaz. Just tossed him right down to the canvas and right back to the offensive. European uppercut rocks Kaz against the ropes. Follows up. Series of right hands. Just jacked his jaw. Caught him with repeated boots right into the midsection. And just drove him right down to the mat. We remember Lethal Lockdown from last year's lockdown. And it's just so intimidating when you see that ceiling, that cage, lowered on top of the six sides of steel. There's nowhere to go. Everybody's trapped inside. And I mean, you have to have trust in your teammate. You have to believe in the people that you choose. And Kurt Angle obviously believes strongly in Samoa Joe and Rhino. And let me tell you something. Look at that power slam right there by Samoa Joe. He just snapped off the power slam. Series of right hands right to the jaw of Havoc. Quick snap mayor takeover. Check this combination move out. First it's the chop to the back. Then the kick to the chest. Martyr from outside just got the attention of Joe. He drops him to the apron. And then a big right hand for Havoc, who now tags in Martyr. How intimidating has that got to be for Serotonin, realizing the size difference that they have? But right now, look at Samoa Joe. You'd think that maybe he would still have Destination X on his mind, but he doesn't. Oh, what a gore! What a gore! Gore! Gore by Rhino! And there's the Olympic slam by Angle. Now, Samoa Joe, the legal man, he's got Martyr up for the muscle buster. Oh, and he drills it perfectly. Here it is. One, two, three. Also during around this time, Kurt, TNA is moving away from using the prestigious NWA title we call the Dome Globe. Is it a disappointment to you at this time 
you didn't actually get to win the uh, the NWA title belt. Yeah, I mean, I would have loved to have the NWA World Heavyweight title underneath my cap. I mean, uh, that's uh, the the legends that have carried that title in the past. I mean, it's pretty incredible uh, the names that come up. You know, Harley Race, uh, just to mention one, but. Um, it would have been great, but I know TNA wanted to go in another direction. They wanted to carry their own legacy, so they wanted to change it to the TNA World Heavyweight title, and I don't blame them for that. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Okay, guys, it's too late for Kurt Angle. Of course, we learned that the hard way back in, I think it was May of 02. Edge had other ideas for Kurt Angle, and now he unfortunately is bald. But there's still time for me and you. Listen, I got to be honest. I didn't think this was even something I had to worry about. My dad used to joke forever, hey, my hair turned gray. It didn't turn loose. But then this past April, I saw the back of dad's head and thought, it's going to happen. I immediately knew what to do. I went to Keeps. You you see, there are only two FDA-approved medications in the world that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers both. Keeps offers you a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. They've got convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months, meaning you don't even have to leave your home. It's also low cost, too. Treatments start at just 10 bucks a month. And Keeps offers generic versions. They've got discreet packaging and proven results. But don't take my word for it. Check this out. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of their competitors. And here's the heads up. Prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash Kurt to receive your first month of treatment free. That's keeps.com slash Kurt to get your first month free. That's keeps.com slash Kurt. Yeah, they wanted to put their own uh, flag in the ground and move on with their brand. But yeah, I would have loved to see Kurt Angle with that NWA title around your waist, man. Me too. Yeah, well, Christian would announce that uh, his team would be made up of AJ Styles, Scott Steiner, Abyss, and Tom Coe. Are you excited about this match, Kurt, at this point? Oh, yeah. This was a good group of guys. They're all very talented. I was really excited to work against these guys. Yeah, well, hey, your team's not too shabby either. I mean, you got Samoa Joe, Rhino, Sting, and, of course, a mystery partner, the mystery partner would end up being Double J, Jeff Jarrett, returning to air as a character. Man, that's a hell of a team, though, dude. I mean, you're loaded on your side. Oh, yeah. We had a lot of Hall of Famers, man. Uh, possibly a future Hall of Famer with Samoa Joe. But, yeah, the, we were uh, we, we had a good team, really good team, Hall of Fame team. Oh, you were stacked and Sting still doing it in the ring. It's incredible. <laughs> Isn't it insane? Well, there you go. So there's a storyline for a couple of weeks where Tom Coe is going back and forth on what team he's going to be on. And it's finally announced that you'll take on Abyss to determine what team Tom Coe will be on. You defeat Abyss and Tom Coe comes in and swerves you and still ends up joining Christian's team. Does this, does this do anything for anybody here? Well, what, what's the point? No, um, you know, when you have a program like that, a match where the, the person, uh, has to decide which team he's going to be on and, and I'm wrestling abyss to see which team he's going to be on. If I win, Tomco comes to my side. If abyss wins, Tomco goes to his side. Um, that's the way it should be. It should be very simple and plain, but they made that very complicated and you don't want to, um, you know, when you do something like this, you, you want to follow through with it. That's right. You know, so Tom Go should have been on my team. Basically, we did it for nothing. I mean, th- this little program here was all for nothing. Hey, wrestling fans, we don't do well with complicated. All right. I mean, no, you know, I don't just, either. <laughs> yeah. None of us do. Come on, damn it. Well, they decided to take that road. Let's talk about Tomco while we're here, Kurt. What did you think about him? He had an awesome look, but it just never kind of all came together for him. What was missing in your opinion with him? Me personally, I think that he was always somebody's muscle. 
He never spawned off into a singles career entirely. He was like Christian's assistant or Christian's muscle. Uh, he was always part of factions. He never went off on his own. And if he would have worked on his promo skills a little bit, I think he would have thrived as a wrestler. Now it makes sense. You're right. Absolutely. He never kind of was given that, uh, given the opportunity, if you will, to try to stand out on his own and do something. So it would have been interesting, would have been fun to see what he could have done if he would have been given that that rope. So Kurt around this time, it's WrestleMania 23. And we got to talk a little bit about that. It's the battle of the billionaires between Vince and Donald Trump and, uh, Bobby Lashley and Umaga represent Vince and Trump has Cena what with Vince and Trump. And then we also got Cena versus Sean versus Batista and undertaker. And that's the main event. Knowing what you know now, do you think you would have been a big part of the mania card? Had you would have stayed with WWE? I believe so. I was on fire at this point in my career. WrestleMania 19, I main evented. I co-main evented WrestleMania 20. Uh, I was a, a huge feature match in WrestleMania 21 with Shawn Michaels. And I co-main evented WrestleMania 22. I believe in my mind, I would have main evented WrestleMania 23 too. I was in the prime of my career and I was the best wrestler on that on, in that company. And as we touched on on last week's show, you pretty much dominated WrestleMania 34 with Ronda Rousey. So you were still <laughs> yes, getting I shit did. done all those years well, later. Ronda dominated. I was with <laughs> You her. were a part of it, Kurt. You were a part of it. Well, with two weeks to go in the build, Jim Cornette. That's right. He announces whoever gets the winning pinfall in the match gets a title shot against Christian for the next pay-per-view at Sacrifice. Does this make much sense in terms of Christian having, uh, you know, having this team? No, I, you know what, what was the incentive for his team? They couldn't get a pinfall on Christian to get a world title shot. My team had the opportunity to get a title shot. Whoever got the pinfall on my team would face Christian for the, at the next pay-per-view for the world title. But Christian's team, they had no incentive. So it really didn't make sense why we did this. If anything, it should have been, um, you know, uh, a match. Uh, I don't know, maybe uh, uh, three different matches. Uh, yeah. You know, something different. But yeah. not having incentive to do it and going into the pay-per-view and just saying, you know what, I'm going to try to protect Christian because I'm on his team. I'm going to make sure nobody gets a pinfall on him. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. Uh, not sure what's going on with, with the writing here during this time, but the story is closed out on the go home impact. When Joe and Rhino question you on who is the fifth member that you won't reveal. Joe showed his distrust in you saying he didn't believe you. And maybe you're working with Christian's team to help get yourself a title shot. Kurt. The creative is pretty smart considering you and Joe at this point haven't exactly seen eye to eye on things. Are you, are you working with the stories? Are you helping craft all this Kurt at all? Are they tapping you on the shoulder? Hey, Kurt, what do you think of this? Not really that, you know, they came <laughs> up with this and I thought it was brilliant because, okay. you know, Samoa Joe and I, we didn't, we, we weren't seeing eye to eye and we had an incredible program together and they were trying to keep our options open in the future. So Joe and I were still at odds with each other, even though we were on the same team, but I like this little program, keeping it, keeping it alive. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the possibility of wrestling Samoa Joe again, I would absolutely love that. So by now, you know, the fed has raised interest rates and they're telling us they're going to raise rates six more times this year. What does that mean for you? It means waiting will only cost you money. If you've been thinking about building, if you've been thinking about buying, if you've been thinking about refinancing, the time to act is now. Waiting will cost you money. I urge you, I encourage you, just let us run the numbers for you. If you want to buy a house, go to buywithconrad.com. If you want a lower monthly payment, go to savewithconrad.com. And I know what you're thinking. Man, can I really save money if rates are going up? Absolutely. Because if you've got credit card debt, if you've got a second mortgage, if you need to make improvements to your home, there's not a better, easier, faster, more economical, cheaper way to borrow this money than to use your current equity in your house. Here's what we're talking about. All of a sudden, our houses are worth more than ever in the last couple of years because the real estate market is hot, 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 daddy. Now, what you do with this debt, once you owe that debt, is up to you. So if you don't do what I'm encouraging you to do and go to SaveWithConrad.com, Man, just keep making the minimum payments. Now, they're going to jack up your interest rates on your credit cards, too. Just so you know, we're not just talking about home loan rates, but all the money is about to get more expensive. 
Now, you're right now sitting at an interest rate on your credit cards that's way too high. I don't know how high, but you may not either. Is it 19%? Is it 29%? Here's what I know. It's going up. And if you feel stuck, if you feel like you're making the minimum payments, if you don't feel like you have a real plan to get out of debt, now's the time to make that plan, baby. Savewithconrad.com. We can help you knock out all that debt, even let you skip your next two house payments, and more importantly, pay your house off faster. When we're really talking about saving on a refinance, the term is the killer. If the bank can trick you into giving them 29% of your gross monthly income every month until you die, it's mission accomplished for them. Don't take my word for it. Throw it in your Google machine. Mortgage is Latin for pledge until death. They put you in this thing to keep you beholden to them every month until you die. That's not the American dream. The dream is to get out of debt. I want to help you get out of debt today. Make a stand today. Tell the banks to stick it, brother. We're going to show them how to get out of debt faster and with cheaper monthly payments. If you got car loans, check. I can handle that. You got credit card debt, check. I can handle that. Oh, and here's a pop quiz for you. Have you always wanted to do one thing to your house? Whether we're talking about upgrading your kitchen, upgrading your bathroom, putting in a pool, putting in a man cave, let's make someday today. All that's going to do is make your house worth even more. You're going to create even more equity. But at the same time, you're going to get those repairs or improvements done with no money out of pocket. You hear me? Why would you not do this? Get the dream house with the dream payment right now at SaveWithConrad.com. And if you're still throwing your money away on rent, I urge you, I encourage you, this is the year to take action. There is no stopping this real estate boom right now. I cannot believe what's happening, and I want you to be a part of it. Had you done it two years ago, you'd already be rolling in the dough, baby. What's that old proverb? The best time to plant a tree was 100 years ago. The second best time is now. Something like that. The second best time to buy a house is now. Find out how much money you can save when you stop throwing your money away on rent. And you actually build some wealth for yourself at buywithconrad.com. And, buddy, we're licensed in almost all the states. Don't take my word for it. I know it sounds weird. Wait, the podcast guy about wrestling can help me save money? Go check out my reviews, conradreviews.com. You'll see more than a 1,000 reviews. Our average is like 4.71 or 4.72. You know what that means? Pretty, pretty, pretty good. We're going to save you some cash. You're going to love it. Run the numbers with me. No cost, no obligation. Buy with Conrad if you want to buy. Save with Conrad if you want to save. Either way, I can hook you up. Savewithconrad.com, NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. And oh, by the way, don't be nervous about talking about your credit report. I don't care that you had a late here or there. I don't care that you had a bankruptcy back in the day. I'm not going to tell you no. Now, I might say not yet, but here's how. You need a plan to get out of debt. You need a plan to buy a house, and I can help you with that plan at SaveWithConrad.com or BuyWithConrad.com. Or, hey, man, maybe you don't want to do that. Give us a call, 888-425-0105, or just drop me a line. Yes, email me, Conrad at SaveWithConrad.com. And as fans, we're always down for Angle Samoa Joe around this time. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. Always classics. Well, in a match that determines who gets to have the advantage in the lethal lockdown between Styles and Joe, Jarrett returns, and instead of hitting Joe, he hits Styles with the guitar to cement his babyface turn and reveal himself as the fifth man. Here comes Sting, and here comes the War Machine Rhino. Uh-oh, look at this face-off right here in front of the broadcast table, and here we go. This Sunday, all of these guys are going to be locked inside the cage as that ceiling's going to lower and leave the lockdown, and everybody's just trying to find someone here to get a piece of and look at, wait a minute, what? What? What the hell? Jeff Jarrett! We haven't seen him in months! Months! What on earth is he doing here? What is Christian Cage up to? Oh, Christian Cage, I think, has just won up Kurt Angle! What? Wow. What the hell? He's a part of D-Angle! He just creeped! AJ Styles, and he shows the five symbol to Samoa Joe, who's in shock. We're all in shock. Joe can't believe it either. Ten, two, three, and yes, Team Angle gets the advantage for lethal lockdown, courtesy of the pin by Samoa Joe. 
But what a guitar shot by Jeff Jarrett! Oh, look at the look! Everybody! Everybody can't believe what they've seen! Look at Joe! Look at Rhino! Sting! Looking on in disbelief as Kurt Angle's got the smile and he's pointing up saying, I told you I had it covered! I can't believe who he chose here! What a way to make a return to TNA! The King of the Mountain is back! Jeff Jarrett returns! And he's the fifth member for Team Angle. It's Lethal Lockdown this Sunday at our Lockdown pay-per-view. Would you have rather had Jeff be a heel like when he, uh, you came in so you could wrestle against him? Or uh, were you happy to be wrestling with him at this point, Kurt? You know what? It didn't matter to me at the time. I know that what Jeff wanted to do, he wanted to make a babyface turn. And uh, he had to do this in this match. Uh, to show that he was going to be on my side. It didn't matter either way. I mean, I, I wanted to look, I was looking forward to wrestling Jeff eventually, but you know, it didn't have to be at this point in time. Ah, as a fan, Jeff was always a better heel, man. I just love to oh, hate yeah. on Jeff. Jerry. Yeah, he's one of the best heels of all time. Yeah. Just natural. Uh, Conrad calls him the fast forward button because whenever he came on his TV, he just wanted to fast forward through Jeff Jarrett's segment. <laughs> I knew you'd pop there. Uh, the company sends you to St. Louis ahead of time to do media, including a lengthy interview with a TV station. Did you enjoy doing these types of things to help promote the shows or would you have rather been resting Kurt? No, I like going and promoting the show, uh, representing the company, going to the city a few days early, doing media, checking out the city. I, I had a lot of fun doing it and, and I enjoy doing the media. Uh, good stuff there. Uh, the show long storyline for lockdown is that on your team, only you and sting really trust Jarrett while Joe and Rhino don't trust him one inch. Did you think Jarrett's return here overshadowed you or was this all just part of a good story? I think it was all part of a good story. Uh, we had to do this and, uh, you know, uh, with Jeff being a heel for so long and turning babyface, I think that you know, in, in reality, some wrestlers would think, Hey, is Jeff really a baby face or is he just pretending to be? Sure. So, you know, th this was a story that had to play out. Well, you mentioned him earlier, Kurt, and the man himself is here. Harley race. The legend is assigned the gatekeeper of the match, which was a nice nod, uh, because it's in St. Louis and he is wrestling in St. Louis. Yes, Do you yes. have any good Harley race stories for us, Kurt? Unfortunately, no, but Harley race was such a legend. I met him a couple of times and I loved him. He was really, uh, short with words, uh, didn't speak, uh, a lot, uh, very, um, uh, simple, very yes. simple man. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. I enjoy talking to Harley race and, you know, I, and unfortunately I didn't get to hear any stories from him, but I would love to hear stories from Harley race because I'm sure he had many great ones. <laughs> Oh, I can't imagine, uh, the life and legacy that Harley had. And, uh, I did have an opportunity to meet Harley race once myself. And, uh, so I'm, you know, he's no longer with us, but my goodness, what a pioneer for wrestling. True and, legend. Uh, he absolutely yeah. is. Well, listen, we're going to get into the match. It's team angle. It's Kurt and Samoa Joe, Rhino, Jeff Jarrett and sting. And they did beat team cage, Christian cage, Tomko, Scott Steiner, abyss and AJ, Kurt, I'm going to read the notes from the observer and dear God, don't fall asleep because it is, <laughs> is this Meltzer. It's a lengthy Meltzer write up and oh, I'm going to, I'm going to try to make this as uh, entertaining as I possibly can. So here we go. Meltzer said they, uh, team angle one in 28 minutes and four seconds. And I think this write up will take 28 minutes and four seconds to read Rules of the match were similar to war games, except only one ring. Once everyone was in, instead of winning by submission, they would drop a ceiling down, which was filled with weapons, so it would turn into a weapons brawl. The heels had the man advantage, even though the faces won the TV match. Before the show, Jim Cornette said because Jarrett had interfered in the Joe versus Styles TV match and gave Joe the win, that he had to overturn the decision. Boy, was that a major consistency problem. Harley Race was used as the keeper of the cage key. Usually that's the MO for him. Uh, you know, he'll get jumped and lots of interference, but they really treated race nicely, allowing him his pop for decking Jim Mitchell late in the match. It started with five minutes of angle versus styles. My God, what a glorious five minutes that had to be. <laughs> that's Paul Bromwell commentary. Some good wrestling between the two. 
Right as Angle hit the Olympic slam, Abyss came in for the two-minute double-team spot. Rhino was next in. Rhino catapulted Styles into the cage, and Styles was the first man bleeding. Uh-oh, we got blood. Tomko was next in. Rhino was the next man bleeding. With the exception of uh, Devon, even though it was an all-cage show, they saved the blood for the main event, which I think is is cool. It's cool that they did that. Uh, Joe came in, and he appeared to get the biggest pop of the show. It was pretty wild with Joe hitting the muscle buster on Styles. Angle hit five straight German suplexes on Tomko. You're a freaking machine, Kurt. Joe got Abyss in the choke when it was Steiner's turn to come in. Steiner gave both Angle and Joe belly-to-belly suplexes. There he is. The suplex. He's a suplex machine, too, that guy. He then gave Rhino a Frankensteiner off the top rope. The place came unglued, seeing Steiner use the move he really popularized nearly two decades ago on a national basis for the first time in many years. The crowd was chanting overrated at him, but after he did the move, they chanted, we were wrong. That's pretty freaking cool. (laughs) I remember. (laughs) Sting was next in, and he got a major pop as well. He gave stinger splashes to everyone. Everything that was moving got a stinger splash. They did a six-man pyramid spot, similar to what is usually an X-Division staple. Cage was the last one in for the heels. Jarrett came in last. I noticed some boos for Jarrett. I said we all hated Jarrett, whether he was a face or not. <laughs> he came out and was drop kicking everyone. It's funny how the multiple drop kick spot, which was a babyface staple, is now a new spot. Jarrett, in his early days in the business, was known for having one of the best drop kicks. And although he's a lot bigger, he still got some great height on his drop kick. Oh, there you go, Jeff. It turned into a weapons brawl, but there were so many weapon shots that they didn't seem to build. It was just pops for the hard sound of the garbage can lid on the head. Styles started climbing the cage. Oh, this sounds good. There was an opening near the ceiling where you could do basically a pull-up and get to the top. Angle went up after him, and they were brawling on top. Mitchell gave Abyss two bags full of thumbtacks for the requisite spot in every Abyss match. As Meltzer says, every Abyss match has to have thumbtacks. Race Race came around the ring slowly and decked Mitchell. At this point, I told you this was long, Rhino gored Tomko through the locked cage door. On the top of the cage, Styles hits Angle on the top of the head with a chair. Damn you, Styles. I was shocked seeing it because years ago after Angle got his first surgery from Dr. And I, what is it, Dr. Ho? Joe. Joe. In Pittsburgh in 2003, it was a chair shot to the top of the head that undid it and put him out a second time. Let's stop there, Kurt. I mean, he hit you right in the head with a chair. Where Are you saying, AJ, what the hell are you doing to me here, pal? I wasn't crazy about it. He wanted to do it. And I said, listen, last time I got a chair shot to my head, I had neck surgery. So what I did is when he hit me with the chair, I put my hands up. My God, Angle had said when he was in WWE, he doesn't think they should do any hard chair shots to the head. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, good. with the cage door open, Joe did a tope on the Tomco. Steiner went out of the cage and grabbed the NWA title belt and hit Joe. Abyss dumped one bag of thumbtacks on the mat. They teased Jarrett and Sting, taking the bump on the tacks, but they escaped from Abyss and gave Cage a double choke slam onto the tax. All right. Are you guys playing rock, paper, scissors to see who gets the tax in the back? How does that work? <laughs> well, you know, I usually it's abyss. He gets the tax out and he usually lands on them, but uh, not this time, not this <laughs> time. It. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. Do you guys literally talk about that? Like, Hey, who's getting the tax? If, if abyss gets him out in this, it's one? kind of a little joke, you know, but Holy uh, it's not too bad. I mean, the thumbtacks, have you ever gotten thumbtacks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a couple of times. It, it doesn't really, you don't really feel it. It's, it doesn't penetrate your skin that much. Maybe a, an eighth of an inch. It's okay. It's not that bad. It really So it's is. not as bad as what we're watching on TV when we as see it. And we're, like, see, yes. and we're losing our minds at home. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cause now there's it, women it can that make take you it. bleed like a son of a bitch, though. When you there's women that take you it. Bleed. You got Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker that are just getting dumped on thumbtacks now. And it's like, right. what are we doing? <laughs> so, crazy. all right. Yeah, it is crazy. So, all right, back to the match here. Abyss then laid out Jarrett with a black hole slam. Angle punched Styles off the top of the cage where everyone on the ground called him. Abyss then put his second bag of thumbtacks into the guitar and gave it to Jarrett. Jarrett teased hitting Sting, but then hit Abyss instead. Jarrett then refused to pin Abyss himself and told Sting, you 
you go get the pen. Sting thought it was a trick, but after more prodding from Jarrett, he did pen abyss. Sting and Jarrett shook hands. Angle was on the top of the cage, unhappy, and ended up leaving by himself. Four stars from Meltzer. In the hands of Abyss, and don't forget, oh, Angle and AK are up top. The thousands and thousands of tags. Look out, Rhino, right here as well. We're going to try and... We'll try and keep our eyes on everything that's going on. We got wrestlers right here battling the table. Here oh, comes no. Tomko. Now, ah. right on the table. Tomko got it. Rhino's busted open. Into the rail goes Rhino from Steiner. Don't forget, Hangle and AJ are busted up top after chair shots. And look at Sting and Jerry with a double team. Time to tell you about something I'm super passionate about protecting your family. Yes, this is a life insurance ad for goliathlife.com. But to me, this is really about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. We're all going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit goliathlife.com. And I mean, right now, 
And just personally, I've lost two friends in their forties this past year and a half. And I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through. Had they not had life insurance. If you don't have it, get it, protect your family. And I suggest you go to goliathlife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance. Super easy. Goliath life streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes for more than 20 carriers within minutes. And you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price. You start the online application immediately and even schedule the medical exam to come to you. And I've done it. They sent someone to my office. I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork, and the crazy invasive conversations. Goliath life makes buying life insurance simple. There's no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle. Hell, not even a phone call. Goliath life is life insurance in your hands on your time. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at goliathlife.com. Kurt, from the execution all the way down, this sounded like a pretty good damn match. How tough is it putting something like this together? It's pretty difficult. When you have 10 guys, you have to keep everybody busy. You have to make sure nobody gets injured. So it's pretty complicated. Um, but, uh, what were you saying about the match? I wanted to cover something. You were, you had meant he mentioned here that you were unhappy and you walked off leaving by yourself. You gave it four stars. We talked a little bit about, you know uh, what? Yeah. I want to tell you the finish was really weird. Um, it wasn't a typical finish where the fans were excited to see it. You know, it was abyss handing Jeff, a a, a guitar guitar. That's right. Hit sting. And Jeff decided not to, to stay baby face and hit abyss. And then abyss is laying down. And Jeff's telling Sting, cover him, cover him. So there wasn't really an exciting finish. It was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. Like it's, we shit the like bed, a, like know? a fart church. Incredible match. Yeah. And then the finish just went down the toilet. <laughs> it <laughs> well, really was. And Mark, it, it was, it seemed like forever when I was on top of that cage watching <laughs> it. It was just horrible. <laughs> You're up there like, is this shit over or what? <laughs> Yeah, well, Meltzer like, gave it four stars. <laughs> Meltzer gave it four stars. So yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> isn't that something? That's crazy. And then uh, he brings up thumbtacks, and I got to, and I think you've talked about it before. But do you think thumbtacks have been used way too much in Abyss matches? To Meltzer's point, yes, but that's what Abyss identifies himself with. That's it's right. It's his gimmick. That's what he's proud of. That's what he does. He's going to continue to do it. Well, he did continue to do it. Is what I'm saying. But you know what? It, it's not a bad thing. I mean, when when fans think of a best, they think of hardcore, and they think of it th- th- thumbtacks for for one particular reason. Yeah, he's like the he's like the Kane Mick Foley combo. I've heard Conrad use that example as well. Yeah, but yeah, that's a good mixture. Yeah, he's Kane he's that Mick combo Foley. for them. And uh, but thumbtacks were definitely his thing. Uh, talk about too, and because we talked touched on it as we ran through the results there. They did really save blood for the main event. So what are your thoughts on that? You like that, right? I thought that was awesome. Uh, you know, I wasn't expecting that. And I thought that, you know, the agents did a great job of making sure that occurred because we were on last, we needed something different and we wanted to make sure that there wasn't any blood in any other matches. I know Devon might've, uh, gigged himself a little bit, but, uh, other than that, there were no blood in any other matches. So it separated our match, which was really good. And listen, the other thing which we didn't talk about is the match right before yours was between uh, Team 3D and LAX, and that was an electrified yeah. cage match. So you guys really got to be thinking, my God, we got to do something <laughs> yeah. special. Thank goodness we had blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because this was like an electric match, you know, and, and they pulled it off. It was really good. And it was really tough to follow it. Let's talk a little bit more. Let's dig a little deeper into the chair shot. Cause I know we touched on it as well. Going through that, uh, you get the chair shot Meltzer, Meltzer mentions you had issues before with the one before. Um, but did you mention it to J AJ beforehand? Did you talk to him about it after the fact that he clobbered you with the head? What's the deal here? Do guys well, in TNA kind of know, Hey, don't hit me in the head with a chair. Well, I was hesitant at first. And AJ was like, listen, I'll take it easy on you, which he didn't, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but but I I was okay with it because the last time I took a chair shot, I took it entirely with my head and I didn't use my hands. All you have to do is put your hands up in front of your head and it'll protect you. So AJ clobbered me, but he got mostly hands. 
Well, I think that uh, you owe AJ a receipt sometime. So <laughs> next time we can figure out an AJ. Or come out of retirement. Time. Yes. <laughs> there you go. You owe him a chair shot. Uh, that's funny. So you're tossing AJ off the top of the cage on the everyone is one of those crazy spots that you just can't believe what you see. Uh, is this another AJ called for the spot? And you're just yes. like, well, I'm just going to chuck you off. Here we go. AJ's out of his damn mind. <laughs> When he told me he wanted to do this, I said, you're freaking crazy. If you're going to get hurt, AJ. He said, no, I won't. And he didn't. I mean, the kid, he's, incredible. he's like a cat. You know, you throw him off a cage, he'll land on his feet. He's just unbelievable. He knows how to bump properly when, when getting thrown off of a damn cage or anything else. AJ was such a, a, a daredevil. Acrobat he was, he He was the best stunt guy in the world. I mean, he should be doing movies. He's that good. Yeah. No, he is something else. And he, again, another guy still doing it, uh, at his age and, and, and not just doing it as his age, he's still doing it at a high level at his age. Yes, he is. He hasn't missed a step, man. He's still he's going strong. And, and you would think someone that wrestles his style, uh, would have had that major injury or, you know, but <laughs> no, you know what? He's had some back issues in the past. And it's haunted him a little bit, but for the most part, he's been pretty healthy most of his career. Mm -mm -mm. Well, thankful for him, thankful for his family, and thankful for we fans uh, that he has had, uh, you know, a relative healthy career. So good long ass career too. He's a good guy too. So it's, yes, it's good to see. Solid guy. Well, you worked the whole match coming in first. Whose decision was that? And were you comfortable being in the entire match, Kurt? I mean, and we heard the last few minutes you <laughs> sat on top of the cage. So. Well, I volunteer because I figured if anybody's going to go the whole match and my conditioning is impeccable, I never get tired. <laughs> I love so it. I thought, you know what? I'll be the one to start the match. I don't <laughs> have a problem with that. And nobody else had a problem with it either. <laughs> Did you say that to the guys? Hey, guys, listen. My conditioning, as we all know, is impeccable. So I'll just start. If the I would match. have said that, they would have said, hell no, I'm going first. They want to <laughs> have an F you angle. What do you impeccable conditioning. <laughs> so I just said, guys, I'll go first. Don't there worry. you go. I didn't I want to get complicated on everything. <laughs> I would have loved if you would have said it that way. Uh, well, the finish builds intrigue to the next show with Jarrett saying, and you being frustrated over the pinfall. So are you happy though, with the match when it's over in general, I know you said you felt like it was a fart in church finish, but are, are you happy though, overall with how, how it ends? Yeah. I mean, how it ended, not so happy, I'm, okay. but, but, but the match in general was really good. It's, it, it is definitely, if there was the greatest of all time tag team or, or cage matches with 10 guys in it, it should be in the top five without a doubt. I'm not saying there is any kind of title like that. But we had a pretty damn good cage match with 10 guys. Man, that's awesome. So listen, is this would Kurt Angle say to all the fans, if you don't have the impact app, get the app and go back 15 years and make sure you check out this. Is this one you would recommend? You got to go see this one, Kurt. Oh, yeah. This match is solid as hell. I mean, for a cage match, it was incredible. And everybody was on par. Everybody did their job and did an amazing job at it. Mm. Well, Kurt, we have some fan questions that we want to get to, and, uh, we have a little bit of extra time this week and we rolled through that one pretty good. Uh, so take your time and we'll, we'll get through a couple of these questions here. So the first one comes to us through from a wrestling historian. And he said, how would you compare working a steel cage match in WWE versus TNA? Well, for one, there are six sides in TNA and WWE, there are four sides, um, <laughs> But for the most part, they're very identical. I think that WWE's cages are built a little bit better than TNA's. But other than that, there wasn't much of a difference. Yeah, not a major difference. But uh, no, it's uh, cage is a cage. <laughs> cage is a cage. They all feel the same, right, Kurt? Oh yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Okay. Well, we got more uh, questions around the cages. Top guy Michael McClanahan. We call him Money Mike. He said, "Did Kurt prefer a?" four-sided steel cage or the six sides of steel. So do you have a preference? Oh shit. <laughs> what a question. <laughs> it, it really didn't matter to me Four or six. Uh, it doesn't matter. I, I did. I did feel more comfortable in a six sided cage for some particular reason, but I don't think it made much of a difference. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, also, what are Kurt's thoughts from an entering psychology standpoint of allowing individuals to win by escaping the cage versus a cage where then you, you know, pin somebody or whatever the case may be. Enter submission you, or enter yeah. via the door. Yeah. What do you um, think about I the escaping? It, the cage? I didn't like it. Um, I felt it was heelish and, but I understand why they do that because the heels most of the time try to leave the cage, climb and get out without pinning the person or making them submit. Uh, so I do understand why it's needed, but I don't like it. I don't think it's right. I think you have to win. You're, it's a cage match. You're supposed to be stuck in the cage. You shouldn't be able to get out. All of a sudden, you're allowed to climb out over the top. It doesn't make any sense. Like, right. You understand? The like, cage is to not let people in. You know what out. I mean? Right. So yeah. the fact that you can try to pin him and, and the whole the, use it as a violent weapon, but yeah, the whole nobody can interfere. Thing, that's that's right. the whole idea. Yeah. Not for escaping. I'm with you. I, I totally agree. Uh, next question is from adfreeshows.com top guy, Bryant Haremza. And he says, what are Kurt's thoughts on adding weapons to a steel cage match? Does Kurt think it adds to the match? And does it also restrict how much you can do? since the weapons take up space in the cage. So what are your whole thoughts about weapons inside the cage match? Well, I'm not really keen on having weapons in a steel cage because in particular, the steel cage is a weapon. That's the weapon you're supposed to use. Whether you bang their head off of it or slam their bodies into it, it's about the cage. You shouldn't have any other weapons in there. I know we did it in our 10-man steel cage match at... Um, at uh, what the pay-per-view what was it called lockdown lockdown yeah and and i totally get it uh they wanted to separate our match from the others that's right and that's why we did it but no you shouldn't have weapons in a steel cage the steel cage is the weapon it's almost like the gimmick of the steel cage isn't good enough anymore now we exactly. gotta add this now they want to add more and make yeah. it more complicated yeah. And then when you start doing that, now you're watering down a steel cage match impact. And now, and the then fans, you're not going to use a steel cage. Uh, <laughs> now then what, what, what's going to satisfy the fans next? Well, I mean, what do we got to do? We got to, yeah, we got to hang things from the top of it. And then we got to bring hacksaws in and then we got to, I mean, I don't understand what we want here. Uh, let's the cage right. is the cage. The you know what never I mean? can get enough. <laughs> we want blood. We want guts. We want I just turn on the fans. <laughs> you just turn on the fans. You're a heel Kurt. <laughs> oh, this is good stuff. Well, listen, this was a fun little, uh, little show, fun little recap, but guys, what I would say is go back and check out the match. Make sure you pay attention to Kurt hanging out by himself on the top of a cage thinking how frustrated I was, how frustrated he was in his mind. This is insight. You won't get anywhere else other than the Kurt angle show. <laughs> and speaking of insight on shows next week, Kurt, we're going to be discussing backlash 2002. So we're in TNA this week. We're jumping back to WWE next week. This is great, man. With a guy like you, we get to do a little WWE. We get to do a little bit of TNA. We get to have maybe a people. little bit of NJ. PW eventually. Yeah. New Japan. I'm all for that. We get to have some guests on. I know we got another fun guest coming up soon. We have a fun one in June, a real fun a one. Very in June. broad show, very broad show, which I love. But next week's backlash 2002. It's the first pay-per-view for the WWF after the original draft. So we're going to be talking about you being drafted to SmackDown. Hulk Second Hogan round behind That's, the rock. There you go. Hulk Hogan's return to the red and yellow brother. And oh, then team. Sir. Yeah. Teaming up with Chris Jericho. Uh, you did to take on Hogan and triple H. What an iconic match that is. Oh uh, yeah. Anytime you're in the ring with Hulk Hogan, it's awesome. <laughs> and then you got the launch of your feud with edge, your singles match with him at that show. Uh, we're going to also talk a little bit about the pending name change of the WWF to the WWE. So that way, when I get on all these shows, I can say WWF, WWE, you know, WWFE. Yeah, whatever. You guys understand what I'm talking about. So that's all to come next week, right here on the Kurt angle show. Kurt, are you excited about backlash 2002? I'm very excited about it. I can't wait, Paul. Kurt, I love when you're excited because when you're excited, I'm excited. And I know the fans are excited and I know what else you're excited about. Cause God, I think I know what, you know, <laughs> darn, you talk about it every week, physically fit.com Kurt. Let's get into it. The only thing that's repetitive on this show, <laughs> <laughs> like clockwork, baby chicken snacks and snacks, mark crispy protein bites. These things are awesome. 11 different flavors. Go to physically fit.com. You use the code angle pod, you get 20% off your first order. 
where you can become a member on the website and get 20% off forever. You got to try these things. They're pretty awesome. One's organic plant protein, one's chicken breast protein. Wow, they sound so good. Do they have a brownie batter flavor yet in that? Not yet, but we're thinking about it. Maybe a chocolate chip cookie dough? Okay. Yeah, keep me posted on those two flavors. That'd be awesome. We, also, we are getting into sweets like the sugar and and uh, chocolate kind of uh, chicken snacks. Oh, good. So we're gonna end up parlaying into that eventually. Oh, good, because that's what me and, and they're all really the other, healthy. Yeah. Well, I, anything, any alternative for the diabetic crowd, we're all in on that. So that sounds good. We're Kurt, your, we're your, your, we're your company, definitely. <laughs> all right, I love it, Kurt. Speaking of, you know, what you can do for us, talk about the KurtAnglebrand.com, man. Okay, we got cowboy hats, milk cartons, uh, autographed photos, uh, birthday cards, T-shirts, cameo voice messages. Go to KurtAnglebrand.com and order whatever you want. I'll send it to you. Kurt, the next time you lay in like a salt bath, could I get a cameo message from you there? Oh yeah. I just did that today. It was awesome. I was pain free for the first time in years. Talk about that. So you just felt no pressure on your joints. No pressure. You just lay in this salt bath and it's, it's a big uh, tomb. It's huge. And it's 11 inches high. You float on the salt water because there's 1500 pounds of uh, salt um, uh, inside the tank. What kind of salt is that? Is it Epsom? Epsom Epsom salts. Yeah. Yeah. 1500 pounds. And it allows you to float and you become pain-free in like minutes. It's incredible. And it lasts an hour. It honestly, I enjoyed it so much. It it felt like 10 minutes. I was pissed. I was like, Hey, I paid for full price for this. I want a full hour. And the guy said, you went a full hour. (laughs) I have a feeling that's going to be like a weekly trip for the angles. It is. Well, I'm starting out once a month, but eventually it'll be once a week. Oh, so you can, you can, you can, it's, that's how it works. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. You become a member and you pay on a membership fee. So, uh, if you do once a month, uh, it's a couple hundred bucks. And if you want to do an extra session in that month, it's only another 50, but if you go every week, you're going to pay, uh, 150 per session instead of 200 for the month. So they discount you the more you do it. So what he's trying to say is, guys, go to KurtAnglebrand.com, buy as many cameos, T-shirts, because, listen, he's got a new addiction. It's the salt bath. <laughs> yeah. But it makes him pain-free. <laughs> but it makes him pain-free, which I was so happy when you were like, for the first time in years, I don't feel any pain in my body right now. It was pretty cool, and it's still lasting right now, which I'm really impressed by. Oh, man, that's so cool. Good for you, Kurt. So glad, because I can't imagine living. I'm sure there's arthritis and things like that that you deal uh. with. Yeah, I'm having my knees replaced next month. Are you really? Yep, yep. Both of them. Both of them at the same time. I'm getting it over with. <laughs> Kurt's becoming bionic angle. Oh, my yes, goodness. Yes, I am. Wow. Okay, well, hopefully that won't interrupt. If I had bionic the- neck, I would do that, too. <laughs> hopefully that won't interrupt the Kurt Angle show, but two knee replacements. All it right. Two knee replacements. I could see you showing up in a wheelchair behind that desk recording this show. <laughs> I'll be on in a wheelchair on the walker, but I'll be doing it. <laughs> but I'm here for you fans on the Kurt Angle show. I love it. I love I'm your work. I'm loyal to my fans. There you go. Man, but that's good too. That's great news for the fans to hear that you're getting your knees replaced. And hopefully that'll bring some pain relief as well. Yeah. And hopefully I'll be able to come back to wrestling. <laughs> oh my God. The internet just went on fire. Kurt, you just. I'm kidding. Do not say anything about that. That was, was a joke. You better be, because my lord, the wrestling websites are listening, pal. So, uh, all right. Finally, let's talk about well, two more things. Wildcatbelts.com. You got that hero championship belt, Kurt. Another one sold, as we mentioned last week. Three left to be in that rarefied air. Show off that beautiful, beautiful world title this belt. Is a gorgeous title. It's not a belt. It's a title because that's Kurt Angle. i love it i have mine right behind uh, me quality leather 24 karat gold plating it's incredible this this design is so awesome this is kurt angle right here to a t i uh i three left yeah it's amazing guys listen i had a friend of mine i showed him pictures of it and then he came to my house i'm like here it is and he was like oh my god it's even better in person it is, it is. better it in person it does it does so what are these i want to advertise these as well so those look like a box of gimmicks.com. <laughs> that, that looks like a stuff they puppet. They look like a wrestling puppet. My buddies. They're like the, re- the old school okay. wrestling buddies, smash buddies or something like that. Smash, but do you smash? I don't know. You smash them. People can wrestle them. They can drop elbows on them. Kurt's beating the shit out of his right now. 
He's trying to put in an ankle lock. You can get your smash buddy at boxagimmicks.com. Look at him. He's ripping the ankle off that little thing, (laughs) but it's great. You can cuddle up with it and take it to bed with you every night. Suck your thumb and cuddle with Kurt angle. All, all right there. That's a, that's a cool little deal. Kurt, finally, before we end up end this comedy show is what it's turned into (laughs) Saturday, August. Hey, people say they want your personality. So we're giving it to them Saturday, August 27th. It's wrestling night at the park for the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers with Kurt Angle podcast at the plate in Appleton, Wisconsin. Listen, if you're anywhere near the area, come on out to the ballpark that night, Saturday, October, the show, be a part of the show. We're going to do a live podcast, Paul Bromwell, Kurt Angle together in Wisconsin, right outside of green Bay. We're going to do an hour show Q and a style meet and greet with Kurt, get your picture, get your autograph. Kurt with his brand new knees is going to be out on the mound, throwing out the first pitch and my goodness, it's going to be a fun night. So make sure you join us for that event. Kurt, I can't wait to hang out with you there, man. You know what? I'm going to promise everybody. If you show up, I'm going to run the bases after I have my knees replaced two months later, I'll be running the bases, dude. (laughs) Well, I'm going to have to sit there and record it and then put it out on adfreeshows.com. I'm not going to tell you how long it's going to take me, but <laughs> uh, yeah, you're going to run the bases. It'll be me pushing you in a wheelchair around the bases. That's what's going to turn into. Oh man. That's good stuff. Well, Kurt, this has been an absolute blast. We hope you all enjoyed this week's show. Join us again next week for backlash, uh, 2002. And we're going to have a lot more fun here on the Kurt angle show. Kurt, any final thoughts uh, before we get out of here this week? No, I just want to thank everybody out there for supporting me, my website, the Kurt Angle podcast, the chicken snacks. I really do appreciate it. I love all of you. Ah, all right. We love you, Kurt. Thank you for, uh, for being a part of this show. We had a great time this week and we'll see you all again next week, right here on the Kurt Angle show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round together. It's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.